Welcome, 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 everybody, to the Assuminati Podcast. Yeah, Assuminati. Yeah. We made it. Another week. This time we are in the decade. The decade of my childhood, I guess you could say. When we all kind of grew to be the people that we are today. The 90s. Woo. Yeah. The 90s. Love the 90s. Now think back to the previous episodes. We've hit the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Makes sense, right? 90s, 90s. Pre Y2K. This was a beautiful time. We were elementary, middle school. Or am I correct here? And then you were a couple decades out of high school, right, Matt? Is that right? <laughs> I think Matt had no. a family right now. Oh, yeah. I was in high school in the mid 90s. Okay. Back in mid-90s. the 90s. In the early to mid 90s. Okay. We partied like it was 1999, indeed. So what we're going to do this week, we will give our picks once again for an album from the 90s we can listen to start to finish, front to back, and not skip one track. Again, to remind everybody, this is not the pick for the best album of all time from the 90s. This is just an album that we grew to love. Maybe we've rediscovered. I guess we'll see. So what we're going to do, we're going to start... With Uncle Bobby. Yeah, me. Uncle yes. Bobby, can you give us any her. hints? Can you can you lead us into it? Maybe you just want to give it to us straight. What's your pick, man? You know, I'm just going to give it to you straight. I'm not going to josh around with you this time. I'm not going to rickroll you. Garth Brooks. Yo! Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, which, which album, though? You got any fun facts for us on Garth Brooks? Um, well, fun facts, um, and this might be more of a conspiracy, but on Twitter, have you guys ever noticed that people like to ask Garth where the bodies are? Yes, I have noticed that. What's going on, man? I, I, I don't not. know, but okay. I'm just guessing he might be a serial killer with like two to three hundred bodies in the backyard. I, I Does it have that. to do with the, the Chris Gaines thing? I don't know. Okay. Um, no, just actually, throwing it out there. It started way back when he was going to go on a big beep um, stadium tour and some comedians started and thought it would be fun to just ask him where the bodies were and it caught on. Hmm. Interesting. So, that is you know, those inter- darn comedians. I swear I've heard him talk about it too, but yeah, it's interesting, right? I've seen that yeah. all over. I follow him on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, blah, blah, blah. He's always doing some kind of a live show lately, especially during the pandemic. And I eat it up because he's my second or third favorite artist of all time. I mean, he's he's right up there. He owned the 90s, Robert. That's mm-hmm. a great pick. He sure yeah. did. So I started out right at the beginning with his album, No Fences. Ooh, nice pick. That's a great album. Oh, yeah. yep. Some would so argue. His some would argue. That's his best, someone argued. Yeah, I think it is his best. Released in August of 1990. Wow. Um, sold over 18 million units. Um, wow, and that's was incredible. Actually one of the fourth, it was the fourth best-selling album of the 90s in all music genres. People so, don't realize he took country to a worldwide elevation, right? I mean, he... He did. Man, that's amazing. I mean, he's got a beautiful voice. I mean, I'm a man and I can feel comfortable saying that. Um, but my wife always teases me when I, I turn on this album because it starts out, you know, real st- strong with the thunder rolls. And do you guys know what that song is about? 
especially sure. if you pay attention to the third verse. Uh, yeah, uh, it's about cheating. <laughs> it is. Uh-huh. So my wife likes to make fun of me that my favorite song is about a guy that's out cheating on his wife. Wow. So, you know, well, if the shoe fits. Huh. Right. Well, <laughs> and I have song. to reassure her that no way am I cheating because I wouldn't do this again. But when you look at that song, it's a story. He was a storyteller. That's what's missing in today's country music. Is Absolutely. Just, he knew how to tell a story, even if he didn't write the song, the way he delivered it. That, mm -hmm. oh, you know, man. and I think he gets that. I mean, Garth Brooks will tell you, he was a big fan of Bill, Billy Joel. And Billy Joel's a great storyteller in his songs. So I think you get some of that in Garth Brooks' writings, uh, in, in his songwriting skills. So good good pick yeah well and the sound effects in that song amazing you know when the thunder goes off so i like to turn it on all the time one of my favorite songs but that album also has some other really good songs um friends in low places you know i love singing mm -hmm. along to that um and then if i want to go more into the you know i'm just kind of feeling chill want to feel you know i guess good about myself unanswered prayers mm. it's a good song beautiful um personally reminds me of some of my girlfriends from high school and kind of <laughs> reminisce back and you know don't tell my wife i said this but yeah, i'm glad we'll I cut held it out. out we'll cut this part out yeah <laughs> yeah no i'm happy i held out for her, but don't tell her that um so overall um garth brooks love the guy love listening to his music I can turn it on anytime and and listen to it. So that is my pick and I'm sticking to it. I'm glad we finally got to a uh, where I could pull out some of my country. Excellent pick, Robert. Yeah, I think so. Garth Brooks back in the 90s, too. I think he won Entertainer of the Year for several years. And, mm -hmm. you know, I've, I've uh, been to, I think, three concerts, three Garth Brooks mm -hmm. concerts back in the 90s when he came to Salt Lake and. Uh, you know, that's when he met Trisha. Well, it's not when he met Trisha, but that's when they got married. Mm -hmm. He toured together. Heaven. Right. Yeah. Cool. I, yeah. I'm just looking at the list here. There's not there's not a bad song on that entire album. Um, no, his, all his choice. Arguably two of his, I think they are, his two biggest hits, Thunder Rolls and Friends in Low Places. Uh, you got Wild Horses, Unanswered Prayers, Same Old Story, Mr. Blue. <laughs> two of a kind, mm -hmm. working on a full house. <laughs> New way to fly wolves. I mean that. Yeah, you, you don't skip one of those. Absolutely. Yeah, just a fantastic album. Man. So some other things. So there's some things I really respect about Garth Brooks. One, when when his kids were to a certain age, he said, "I'm exiting the business to raise my kids." You know, he's just now starting to get back into the concerts and things like that. So I really respect that. You know, also having all of his money probably made that pretty easy to do. Um, but then the other thing I really respect about him and also slightly despise is he's willing to try out other things. But one of the things he tried, do you guys remember Chris Gaines? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, he went into the nineties real strong as Garth Brooks and he exited the nineties as Chris Gaines. Um, <laughs> I don't think that was as stronger um, music and I'm glad he went back to Garth Brooks. Well, you, you hear interviews from people out of Nashville. That was the Garth Brooks era. They call it the Garth Brooks era in Nashville. He was responsible. Sure, he owned it. He was responsible for a lot of people, most people's careers. He would take them on mm -hmm. tour, make them famous. They'd turn around and be a megastar. Yeah. And then producers, songwriters, you name it. He, he was like his own little 
micro economy right there in Nashville. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. So he's a big deal. Man, Robert, great pick. I was hoping you would, and you did. You came through. You know, I had to bring my country roots out. Love it. You know, it was this or the the ladies that saying I'm a Barbie girl. So okay. hey. I think I chose right. <laughs> Is that sync? Do they? No, not sync. No, no, they didn't do Barbie girl? Who, who am I thinking? Spice girl. My wife's going to kill me. Yeah. Okay. Yep. It wasn't the, the Britney Spears her, or the her jam or the NSYNCs or the, the Backstreet Boys. <clears throat> yeah, I didn't do the boy bands. Okay. They, they 98 degrees. 98 degrees. That was a big part of the 90s. I'm glad we at least sure. mentioned those people. Um, but country, yeah. I think that's the best decade for country. I'm, I'm, I might be biased, but there's so Hard many other so many other country artists you could have picked as well on top of Garth. So good, good pick. Cool. Great pick. Moving on. Matty Poo, what you got okay. for us, man? All right. I'm going to, uh, I'm going to read some lyrics and you can tell me, you know, jump in here with who you think the artist is. Okay. I'm going to go Robert style on this one. Yeah. I hope you sing it as well as I do. I'm not going to sing it. I'm just going <laughs> to read the lyrics. Okay. You did spoken word, sir. Okay. Okay. So here it goes. I was in love with a girl on LSD. She'd see things I'd never see. She broadened her perspective. Then I got more selective. I was in love with a girl on LSD. Through ecstasy, crystal meth, and glue, I found no drug <laughs> that compares to you. All these pills, all this weed, I don't know just what i need i feel like you know, you've introduced me to this before i can't think of the album but it's it's mr petty is it not yeah tom petty yes um tom petty which album though i'm blanking it's the wildflowers album oh okay so this i kind of was throwing a trick one at you guys because this wasn't released on the album but oh. was released as the b-side uh, to a song that was on the album, it was the it was the B side to "You Don't Know How It Feels" oh, in nineteen ninety four, which was all part of the Wildflowers album. Mm. But uh, Warner Brothers would not allow Tom Petty to <laughs> release this as an A side. <laughs> well, for it's some a little risque. I mean, it, Petty songs that might have flown. The song's like, called "Girl on LSD," and if you okay. haven't heard it. It's really, it's kind of a silly song, but it's um, awesome. I want to say we were golfing one day and you pulled that out and I, it stuck with me for some, for some reason. Yeah. I, I didn't know it was associated with any album. So you, I'm glad to learn that his yeah, hits yeah. in the nineties. Come on. Yeah. So it's, I went back and forth. There were two Tom Petty albums that, that I had on my list initially. The other one is the She's the One soundtrack that he that he made for the movie She's the One. Huh. Excellent album. I know we're out. we're not arguing like best albums of the 90s, but just ones that you can listen to from start to finish. If you haven't listened to that, it's a good one to go and listen to from start to finish. The I'm She's the One down. soundtrack. It's I, I think it's called Music from She's the One or something like that. I'm writing it down, but sir. She's the one was a kind of one of those cheesy night. The, the movie is terrible, but the songs are great. Okay. So, so I think Jennifer Aniston is in that with 
I don't know. Some other. Some other dude. Some other B-list actors. Wow. <laughs> so what album are you actually Not that picking? I hate, but You sold me so on I, watching the movie. No, don't watch the movie. Just go get the, yeah, go yeah, get I'm, the I'm skipping the album music. The, yeah, just listen movie. to Tom Petty. No, the, the album is the Wildflowers album. Okay. So that's what I'm going. That's my official pick, Wildflowers, okay? All Tell right. us about it. Yeah, so this was the first in a series of, I think, three albums produced by Rick Rubin. Yes. And so, yeah, Rick Rubin, we all know from, you know, most recently the Paul McCartney interviews on Netflix, which is awesome. So good. Shout to that, I guess. But um, what else is on? I mean, there's a ton of songs on that album, right? I mean, uh, I named a couple. You don't know how it feels. You wreck me is on that time to move on uh wild the wildflowers the song um yeah it's a great album i can just listen to that i can listen to pretty much any tom petty album mm-hmm. from start to finish but this one happens to be one of my favorite tom petty albums of all time so i can listen to every song on on there plus um you know some of the uh acoustic stuff that was released later so i i didn't want to go into that because it wouldn't technically have been released in the 90s but i think they released it in 2017 and there's a lot of uh you know demo versions of songs on that that i i listen to quite often but um this one's just a great all-around start to finish album probably one of my favorites well definitely one of my favorites but probably the most favorite of mine from the 90s and and that's saying something because i tossed aside several uh albums and we can you know we'll do those after brandon gives his pick and i'll give you some of my um some of my albums that i had as backup just in case somebody mentioned this one yeah don't Uh, don't ruin my pick um (laughs) i won't so that that's mine that's mine from the 90s yeah tom petty is one of those guys that you can just trust you can put on a Tom Petty album. You'll know that he didn't. He's not going to put anything on the album that doesn't make sense. That uh, filler, I guess that's what I'm looking for. Filler type songs. It doesn't. Yeah, some fluff. Yeah, he doesn't seem. And and from my experience, he hasn't put fluff on his albums. The, everything's intentional. It, it it makes sense. It mm-hmm. it leads to something. Um, I, I feel that way about Neil Young. Um, and I'm looking forward to hearing what your runners up were for both of you, but. I thank you for not giving those yet. So I know you may have already ruined it by mentioning the boy bands, but uh, whatever. Yeah, those were not my runners up. No, they weren't. All right. Not at all. Okay. All right. Well, is it me? It's you. Let's hear it. You. I've been going nuts all week trying to pick one. So I went with the album that I've listened to the most, start to finish, from that decade. It's one of the first albums I bought with my own money. Do you guys remember that moment when you when you paid sure. for an album with your own money? Maybe we can do an episode you, on you that. You didn't just do what I did and keep changing your name and su- subscribing to what was <laughs> that called? Columbia. Yeah, that was we, we have Records. to talk about that. The, for the, sure. yeah. the yeah. subscription service. Envelope. It introduced... Yeah. Oh my goodness. Can you remember some of the albums that you got that everybody got from that service? I mean, uh, Rush, Roll the Bones. Everybody got some U2 uh, albums. U2, U2 Jewel. Was on there. Did you guys ever get yeah. Jewel? 
Um, oh, I think yeah. I had Jewel. That I'm just not me? proud of it, but I think I had it. Alanis Morissette, Jagged Little Pill, one of the best-selling okay. albums of all time, came out of that subscription service. I'm glad I got that. Um, man, good, 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 good catch. I'm just stalling. I'm just stalling right now. Because... Yeah, do you remember when you get the thing in the the mail and it had all those stamps on it, and you'd have to arrange it on like what you wanted? Yeah, yeah. And you just send yeah. it. Twenty I don't albums know how for that a penny. Was a winning yeah. money proposition for those guys because I went through at least five to ten different versions and different names. The twenty albums. Sure. That's for how a I buck. built my entire yeah. albums. Yeah, I think it was a penny, wasn't it? Penny. Yeah, yeah. It was like a penny. Some of them were a penny. But then right. they'd, they'd get you into a subscription service. That's how they made their money. You just had to cancel it. You just had to cancel properly back before the internet. Okay, I'm going to play a little chord. I'm just going to play one chord on the guitar and see if you okay. guys can get it. You ready? All right. Okay. Yep. Okay. Ready. Is this the actual key that it's in? Yep. Okay. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hide my hand so you can't see what chord I'm making. Um, hold on, do that one more time. <laughs> Matt already got it. Yeah, it's Garth Brooks. Yeah. Friends in low place. Okay, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I, I thought you thought. weren't going to pick that. I just thought I'd get you riled up. Okay. <laughs> Let me do the actual chord. All right, let's see if you guys get this. Weezer. Sweat. Yes, good one. I forgot about Weezer. <laughs> there was a really hot girl I had a crush on that she loved everything about Weezer. Yeah, Weezer was where it was at. Back in the day, I was trying to impress her. <laughs> yeah, if you, you guys want get that to destroy quick. my sweater. It's the Undone song. Oh, this is oh, from... Oh. Now, Pinkerton by Weezer is actually rated higher by Rolling Stone and the experts at Rolling Stone. This, though, is the Blue Album. Oh, the Dave Grohl's at this, uh, Rolling Stones? Sure, whatever. <laughs> you, uh, we'll get into backup picks here in a minute, and I'll, I'll lay into you on Dave Grohl. But the Blue Album by Weezer is one that I've listened to front to back, start to finish, so many times, almost monthly. I still listen to this thing start to finish. My wife will tell you every road trip we take, this album comes out. And we listen to it start to finish. We don't skip a, a single song. And it's rocking, nothing but fun. They don't take themselves too seriously. The guy writes a million songs, chooses just a few to go on the album. He's a great songwriter. The album starts with My Name is Jonas. You guys remember that song? It's an epic way to start the album. My name is Jonas. Do, 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 do. Anyway, it's great. It goes into no one else. The world is turned. Buddy Holly. Ooh, Buddy Holly's a great song. Just like Buddy Holly. Um, that's Undone. A, that's a staple of the 90s. It really that's, is. Mm -hmm. That was like running all through the 90s, that Buddy Holly song. Yeah, you couldn't get away from it. That whole album, if you haven't listened to it in a while, go revisit it. You won't skip one track. You're going to like what you hear. I guarantee it. Surf Wise yeah. America. Um Oh, that's Say It Ain't So. Only in Dreams is the last track. That's the one. That's an eight-minute epic. Only in Dreams. Uh, the ninth track on the on the album is Holiday. You remember that song? When you're on a holiday. Yep, I do remember that. <laughs> and then there's Sing In the Garage. 
In the garage, track eight. In the garage, I feel safe. It's about Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, such a great album. Listen to it start to finish. I wanted to be true to myself and and tell you guys and let you guys in to the album that I've listened to the most start to finish from that decade. What do you guys remember about Weezer? Are you guys into him? Robert, you mentioned that you had a girlfriend who was into it. She wasn't really my girlfriend. I would have liked her to have been. But <laughs> Maybe if you were more into Weezer. She was like way into Weezer. Ah. And so like I tried to... She was a roommate of one of my best friends. And so I would go to visit my best friend so I could see her roommate. And like she had the t-shirt. She went to all the concerts. So yeah, I tried to get into it a little bit. There's some songs I really like about Weezer, but what I remember about Weezer is her. Wow. Did Never that turned into anything, but you know. Did that ruin? Try. Did that ruin it for you? Or because sometimes I've I've had some bands that are so I'm into now, but because of a certain person, I didn't get into them at the time. I so I'm I kind of feel you on that. It didn't hold me back. I liked them, but okay. like they weren't my like favorite band but they've got some good songs yeah rivers cuomo man he he's really cool he's and again they don't take themselves too serious they make them they make funny music videos it's an easy album to just rock out to just get, get so here, on. here's the thing that i think ruined weezer for me okay uh, this is gonna sound dumb but i had this guy in high school that was a bit of a bully um <laughs> His name was Adam. I won't give his last name just in case. You know, you know all Adams are bullies. Man. That's what I found too in my life, Robert. I'm with you on that one. But he uh, had this band in high school and they did a Weezer song for, uh, you know, how like back in high school you did, um, what do they call them? Uh, a assemblies? show. Assemblies? Yeah, yeah. Pep rallies, assemblies. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sure. Yeah, it was a, they had this uh, battle of the bands at this assembly, and Adam <laughs> and his group did a Weezer Adam. song. I, yeah, they did a Weezer song, and I don't remember which song it was. But ever since then, the correlation is too strong for me okay. to get past, to to allow me to really Enjoy get into it. Weezer. Okay. Dang, you know what Adam. I mean? It's the dumbest thing. It's the dumbest thing. But when you're when you're growing up and you're in high school and you have all that angst anyway, and then some bully you know, kind of gets under your skin and then performs a song by a band. You kind of were just like, uh, uh, I bet I'm Adam grew up to be a real loser. I'm sure he did. Most bullies do. So really should should do we talk so. about it? Should we talk about the rest of the nineties? Cause you just mentioned one of the, the yeah. largest artists to come out of the nineties, Britney Spears, free Britney hashtag free Britney. Yeah. They should just let her free. And then the we boy bands, the crazy, Britney. the crazy amount of country. That came out of that decade. What and were your runners? Were Disney kids, right? Disney, yeah. uh, what are they? Disney Club or what? Uh, what is it? Mickey, Mickey Mouse, Mouse Club. Club. That's what it is. C K Y. Yeah. Yeah. You had Britney Spears. You had uh, Justin Chris, Timberlake. Uh, who's Christina? Christina Aguilera. Some of the nine hundred two one zero actors came out of there. Yeah. Um, There's your. Here's your uh, Illuminati. Uh, your conspiracy. Conspiracy. Yeah. Yeah, all those Disney uh, kids making it big. You know that might be that must be some club. There Maybe is. There were some deals. That signed. is some club. Mickey Mouse truly did have a club. So let's let's get on a lighter note here, Robert. 
What, what were yeah. your close runners up? We're going to go with Trisha Yearwood. Yes. Okay. It's <laughs> a great pick. She has some powerful vocals. Yep. She's awesome. Um, yeah. Man. Yeah. So she's got some good songs. Um, you know, her album under the name of Trisha Yearwood. Um, it's got some really good songs on it. You know, she's in love with the boy. Um, that's what I like about you. Um, it's super fun watching her and Garth do the live Facebook live videos and mm-hmm. she, she tours with him now. And she's a heck of a cook. She is. She's got a great yeah. cooking show. Yep. I've got the Trisha Yearwood cookbook. Yeah. Any other close runners up? Well, you know, the Spice Girls. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, that's up there. <laughs> I knew you would. Yeah. The only reason I'll say it is, you know, back in high school, did your around homecoming did you know the girls would do the powder puff game and yeah the guys yeah, would be sure. the cheerleaders yeah. or whatever um well i was a guy stepper you know part, hmm. taking uh, the high steppers I, I'm gonna and we danced to i'm a barbie girl <laughs> okay. and so every time i see a homecoming game i just remember me dancing to i'm a barbie girl Ooh. and Prove you know, it. it was a good time. I know. I need. I need proof of this. We we need proof. Um, there uh, were contact, not video uh, cameras um, back then. So yes, uh, there were. I don't think there were. No, they they were reel to reels, right? I mean, they had to. Yep. Yeah. Where, where I grew up, like TV and all those electronics just weren't really a thing. Oh, I didn't have a cell phone radios, when I was in high school. Super eight cameras. On. Okay. Yeah. Super eight. Yeah. Hmm. All right. So okay. if there I is got, a video one... of it. I don't know where it would be. Spice Girls. So while I mean, we're still on country, I have one. Okay. This was legit in my list of 10 that I whittled down to. Legit. All right. Bring it up. Okay. On. You ready for this? Blackhawk. Okay. You had mentioned this before. Blackhawk, Blackhawk. Their first yeah. album. That's a good one. Those yeah. Mid-90s. So those guys mm. are awesome. Three songwriters, I think all from the Nashville area, decided yeah. to get together instead of trying to make it on their own awesome stuff that's great yeah blackhawk any other oh my gosh tons. what were your other that was my country yeah that was what were your other country runners up? um so i had a couple of rem albums yeah rem was big uh out of time and automatic for the people automatic for the people yeah um counting crows recovering hey. satellites is one of my favorite Man, i'm glad you mentioned that one yep yeah those guys are awesome um Allison Chains, Dirt, and Collective Soul. Hey, dosage. There we go. Those dosage is one of my favorite too. albums of all time. That is. You know, and it's got the hidden song in the end. Great album. Yeah. Uh, you know. Um Metallica. I can't believe you didn't Black pick this. I do love Brandon. Metallica. I they they were number three. They were okay. my number three. I thought you would yep. probably pick that, but yep. that's one of my favorite Metallica albums. People thought they sold out and went soft and all that stuff. With it, this album, album yep, yep. Not me. I was a I was a lover of the Black album. Still Enter, am. Enter Sandman, uh, The Unforgiven. Come on, yeah. Like there's the original so, Unforgiven. So yeah. much on there. Oh man, every song. Yeah. Those guys were awesome. Uh, I had Green Day, Dookie. At Guns N' Roses, Use Your Illusion 1 and 2. Okay. That two in the same year, right? 1 and 2? Yeah. Yeah. And I had Smashing Pumpkins. The uh, Melancholy? Or? Uh, both. Okay. I had Siamese Dream yeah. as my number one, and then Melancholy Melancholy and the Infinite Sadness for my second. 
Great. I love the pumpkins. Oh, well, pumpkins I are my band. Man, I'm with you on that. Yeah, my, uh, my third runner-up was was the Black Album. That, that was an easy, easy choice for me. My number two. Number was two. Number two. Fuji's The Score. Check them out. That's a start-to-finish okay. album. That I'm is a start-to-finish album. How many mics? Fuji probably... Apples? <laughs> I like the Fuji what is Apple. It? Right, right, Fuji's. right. Fuji's. What's that? What's the album? Is it like the, the film? The score. The score. Yeah. Score. Okay. How many mics is probably my favorite song on that, but you'll probably know it for Serming My Pain with His Fingers. Strumming My Pain okay. with His Fingers, which is a song oh, that, that they sampled. The original song was actually about Don McLean. A person went to a Don McLean concert, listened to him sing American Pie, and made that song. The Fuji sampled that. And then. Yeah. As hip hop often does, and uh, yeah. but it's There's Wyclef a lot of going on. Yeah, it's Wyclef Sean, Lauren Hill, uh, who went on to do her, her own thing. She married one of the Bob Marley, one of Bob Marley's kids, and, and disappeared for <laughs> for a while. Anyway, the score Fuji's start to finish, awesome album, and then all the country albums, all the hip hop that came out of this decade. This is the best decade, in my opinion, for country and hip hop. It started off with, I think, your favorite artist, Matt, uh, Vanilla. Yes. A little Vanilla yes. Ice, yeah. Ice, Ice, baby. Yeah. Okay. Ice, Ice, baby. <laughs> what year was Stop. that? Collaborate and listen. Yes. Uh, 91. 91. Speaking of Stop, there was also Hammer Time. Yes, MC mm -hmm. Hammer. Also, also in the same, uh, same time. In the same year. And then it just kept going. You name a hip hop artist, they had a big album in the 90s, uh, Tupac Biggie. You had uh, the start of Mr. Slim Shady, um, all this not safe for work stuff that came out of the 90s. And we had Red Hot Chili Peppers getting red hot in the 90s. We had <laughs> one of the, I think it's a top 10 selling album of all time as well, Hootie and the Blowfish. What you guys oh, got Hootie. on Hootie and the Cracked Rearview Mirror? Uh, cracked Rearview Hootie. Yeah. Hootie and the Blowfish were where it was at for a long time. Those who guys owned, were awesome. Who owned that album? Darius Rucker. Yeah. I owned right? it several times. I, oh, yeah. yeah. Hootie was great. That we haven't mentioned yet was Wall, the, the Wallflowers. Yes. I like those guys. Jacob Dylan. Yeah. Yeah. Very you know? good. I think he's an echo in the canyon. Yes, he, he. I believe he yeah. produced it. If I remember that, right, I think he right? did. Yeah, probably. I think he did. He has access to whoever he wants, so it makes sense. Sure, Bob Dylan's kid. You know, but everybody thinks. Yeah, they think of that one hit that he had, and he. Luckily, he still plays it. He embraces it. The one headlight song, but man, he's got some good stuff. Other than that, that sure. Need to look. Remember into. the three Marlenas. Remember that song? Yeah. Yeah. I, I saw him in concert with Train, FYI. He was touring with Train, um, and I, I really grew to love the guy and 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 the Wallflowers. We didn't mention one of the biggest bands of the '90s, actually, a, several of them. Grunge. Can we talk grunge real quick? You want to if you want to define right the '90s, yes, country and hip hop, but when it when it comes to rock and roll, it transitioned. I, I mean, I picked kind of a punk light pick with Weezer, but grunge was a big deal in the 90s, was it not? It was. Pearl Jam was a huge band in the oh, 90s. Oh, yeah. 
Uh, those guys were Vitology, I think, makes the list of uh, a lot of the top and verses uh, yep. or yeah, BS versus, or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. 10 Pearl Jam 10. Um, Don't else? call me. Yeah, those guys had some big hits in the 90s. Man. Eddie Vedder. Animal. Eddie Vedder, man. And I, yeah, I grunge. Nobody who knows me knew that I went through a Pearl Jam phase. I didn't reveal it to anybody. I was kind of not you were in the closet. I was in the closet. Yeah. I guess that's a good, good way to put it. When I did you come closet. out? I was in the closet on Pearl Jam. I haven't. This is the first time anybody has ever heard me say that. This I is the through. unveiling party. This is it. It was just one of those things with Eddie Vedder's voice. I, I felt like people mocked him relentlessly. And then there was a cult following that I didn't really appreciate. I didn't identify with. But man, their music is awesome. I've, I've always loved them. I listen to them on streaming services left and right. I've even owned some of their albums. That's something not everybody knows as well. I, think, I don't think anybody knows about me until now. So I went through a Pearl Jam phase. That's it. That's all. And I still am. I had fun listening to them once again. Hey, it's good stuff. There's I, no problem with Pearl Jam at I all. I love Pearl Jam. So how about the other big hitter, heavy hitter in grunge? And the, the Nirvana and the conspiracy that is currently un, un, unveiling itself uh, in today's headlines. Nirvana, yeah, yeah. So the most famous album, Nevermind, often looked at as one of the greatest rock albums of all time. It often enters the top ten list of. Uh, I guess it depends on what list you're looking at. Uh, they are often a top ten rock band of all time as well. Again, it depends on who you're talking to. The sure. cover, Robert, are you familiar with the cover? I'm not going to put it up here because it, it's a naked baby swimming in a swimming pool. You remember that album cover? I do remember the cover. So that baby, Nirvana. Smells like a conspiracy. Uh, smells like teen spirit, Robert. Do you remember that song? Yeah, a little conspiracy or a controversy. So the, the baby in that album cover is suing Nirvana or the, the record company who owns the rights to that album cover. Yeah, for, I think he's 30 years old now, right? Yeah, he's Something. pretty old. So he's suing them for psychological damage, promoting child pornography. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, there's there's three or four charges. But it will all that. be okay if they pay him several million dollars. He's, and he was fine. So here's the thing. What I read is this guy has taken several photos since then of himself in a pool in right. the same pose. Uh, since then, I never had a, a real problem with it until all of a sudden in 2021, uh, he's got a problem enough to sue them. And so he's going after members of, of Nirvana, Dave Grohl and the other guy. And the uh, company. Uh, yeah. And Courtney, you know, he's going after Courtney Love's uh, estate, you yeah, know. The, Kurt Cobain. But if you really want a conspiracy, Brandon, Kurt Cobain did not there it is. kill himself. That's what I, I was hoping this would go this route. Um, yeah, I mean, that, that that thing mentioned previous is just more controversial. This is true conspiracy. This is something that you can dive into. I believe there's a couple documentaries on YouTube. For sure. If you, if you Google Kurt Cobain uh, murdered or set up, or, or I'm sure you'll yeah, be able to find killed. it pretty easy. And then a lot of people think and, and are convinced that Courtney was behind it, convinced him to do it, or set it up. To look she as had if something to do with it, but yeah. he absolutely did not kill himself. 
So Matt, sounds like you're you're convinced one way. I'm convinced. Yep. Okay. I've seen I've seen um, three different documentaries on both sides, and I'm the evidence you. is uh, compelling enough to make me believe that he he didn't kill himself. And then you get somebody you throw somebody like Courtney Love into the mix, and she definitely didn't make it any better. And you, you just can't She's help unstable. You just can't help but think she accelerated the problem, and right, she had something to do with it. So. All right, well, today on the Assuminati podcast, we talked about the 90s music. The 90s was the era of how we came to be, the men we are today. So we range from, you know, Garth Brooks, and we talked about some Tom Petty, and then we talked about some other brand that Brandon talked about that I already forgot. But Weezer, Weezer. Weezer, that's one about my sweater. So like subscribe tell your friends come back next week where we'll have something else to talk about the end bye bye hello 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 Uh, welcome to the assuminati podcast yeah I just came up with that. That's funny. I've never heard that. I really have. Yeah. And I'm a it's huge his underwear. It's underwear. Is your microphone plugged in all the way? Did you turn it off and back on again? Like with... Oh my goodness. Oh. <laughs> I knew it. It wasn't even plugged in. It wasn't plugged in. All right. I don't know who unplugged it. <laughs> you are so But dumb. it couldn't have been me. Guess who's back? Just blame it on the kids. That's what I yeah. do. That Are you always man. eating when we're when we're doing these meetings, these I, Zoom meetings? I always. <laughs> Are you gonna choke? <laughs> okay, it's Robert's turn. <laughs> Am I too loud? No, not at all, Uncle Bobby. Your voice is like chocolate, melted chocolate. Yeah, we need. You know what I mean? It's silky smooth and warm. Snowball. I was gonna group that with train, but I decided to uh, spare your (laughs) spare your feelings on that. Save it for the guilty pleasure episode. Okay. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. That's fine, man. Take your shots. It is interesting. I do a lot of covers in the shower. Yeah. Too right. Vanilla. Yeah, Stealing and, uh, queen. Queen. <laughs> That'd be funny. Oh, mine goes. Not right. Ding, 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 oh, ding, ding, ding. Okay. Let's... Well, first of all, which of you guys wore hammer pants in the I night? tried. I tried. I did not. I, I did. I, I, I got big old, uh, like, snow pants and just acted like they were MC Hammer pants because they, yeah, yeah. they were close, right? They were all the rage. Uh, Robert, do you have an idea of an ending? Yeah, the end. All right. <laughs> That's it. You put, you, put some, you put some thought into that. I've been thinking about it all day. How do we? I'm going to throw something together. How are we going to end tonight's um, podcast? Genius.